In Italian, there are several ways to talk about the past, several verb tenses you could use, and while some could be considered interchangeable, you should be careful when using the passato prossimo, for example, ho mangiato, and the imperfetto, for example, mangiavo. In this episode, we'll dive into the uses of passato prossimo and imperfetto, when and how to use them. Come sempre, as always, download this episode's free guide at italianmatters.com forward slash four and take the autograded quiz. Ciao amici, bentornati. Come state oggi? Come va? Spero tutto bene. Io sono Margherita, the host of Italian Grammar Medici Podcast and creator of Italian Matters. If you need support as you learn Italian, don't forget to join us in the Facebook group Italian Matters Club. It is our space to connect, ask questions, and for you to become a fluent and confident Italian speaker. Oggi vediamo il passato prossimo e l'imperfetto dell'indicativo. Today we are looking at these two tenses. If you are uncertain about how to conjugate verbs in these two tenses, you can download the free Italian verb conjugation blueprint. You can find that at italianmatters.com forward slash four. This guide has all the Italian moods and tenses of regular verbs. Everything you need clearly explained in one place. Ora iniziamo con il passato prossimo. Let's start with the passato prossimo. The passato prossimo is called a compound tense because it's made of two parts. For example, ho mangiato. The passato prossimo is formed with the auxiliary verb essere or avere, depending on the main verb that you have, and in this case it's ho, and the past participle mangiato, ho mangiato, I ate. In English, the passato prossimo is called present perfect, and of course it corresponds most of the times to the English simple past, I ate, ho mangiato. The general rule that you have to keep in mind is that the passato prossimo is used to talk about events or actions that are finished, they are concluded, basta finito, in the past. The passato prossimo tells what happened in the past. For example, let's see this sentence. Il Milan ha vinto la partita. Milan won the game. So this event, the game, as concluded, Milan won, it's over, so we use the passato prossimo. So this is the general rule, but there are also other instances when you must use the passato prossimo. 1. To list a series of past actions. For example, prima ho mangiato, poi ho guardato la tele, e infine sono andata a dormire. First I ate, then I watched TV, and at last I went to sleep. So this is one action after another. It's a series of past actions. I ate, I watched TV, I went to sleep. Ho mangiato, ho guardato la tele, 
sono andata a dormire. So for this series of actions happening in the past, you use passato prossimo. 2. You use passato prossimo to indicate the beginning or the end of a past action. For example, il film è iniziato alle 21. The movie started at 9 p.m. Here it's clear, right? We are using 9 p.m., 21, to indicate the beginning of this past action, past event. And so we use the passato prossimo. 3. The passato prossimo is used to express changes in past emotional, mental or physical states. Per esempio, mi sono ammalata perché non ho messo la giacca. I got sick because I didn't wear the jacket. Here we are talking about a change of a past physical state. So here the change is that I got sick. That's the change and we use passato prossimo. The last fourth instance where you have to use passato prossimo is with some specific keywords. So if you see these words in a sentence in the past, then use passato prossimo. These words are stamattina, ieri, due giorni fa, la settimana scorsa, il mese passato, una volta, per un anno, per due anni, per tre anni, and so on. An example sentence would be Ieri ho mangiato gli spaghetti. Yesterday I ate spaghetti. Here the keyword is ieri, yesterday. I see that and I use passato prossimo. Bene, ora parliamo dell'imperfetto. Let's talk about the imperfetto. This is a simple tense. We don't have an auxiliary verb, we don't have avere or essere. We just have the main verb and an example of a verb in the imperfetto tense is io mangiavo, I ate, from the verb mangiare. In English, the imperfetto translates to the imperfect. The general rule for the imperfetto, just like we had the general rule for the passato prossimo, is that it's used to describe a past repetitive action or event. Repetitive, which is the important piece. An example of repetitive action would be things that you used to do in the past for multiple times. Da piccola andavo dai nonni ogni domenica. When I was little, I used to go to my grandparents every Sunday. See the ogni domenica here? Every Sunday, every Sunday. It's repetitive in the past. And so, since this action is repetitive, it happened multiple times, then I use the imperfetto. Other instances when you must use the imperfetto are uno, actions that happened at the same time in the past. For example, mentre io cucinavo, Vittorio giocava. 
while I cooked, Vittorio played. You see how these two actions were happening at the same time? I was cooking, he was playing, same time in the past, and so for this reason we use imperfetto. Due. Imperfetto is used to express an ongoing past action or event that doesn't have a clear beginning or a clear ending point. For example, preferivo correre. I preferred running. Here, I'm not saying that specific day I prefer running, right? It's really generic. It's not that specific. There is no clear indication of when this past preference action started or ended. So I use imperfetto. 3. Imperfetto is used to describe past emotional, mental or physical states, including age. I know, this is similar to what I said earlier, uive passato prossimo. But what I said before was that the passato prossimo is used to express change in past emotional, mental or physical states. Express change. Imperfetto is used to describe past emotional, mental or physical states. So here we are describing. We are not talking about a change. So an example is Quando ero incinta mangiavo molte patate. When I was pregnant I ate many potatoes. So here I am describing this past physical state of being pregnant, right? I'm not talking about the change, I'm not expressing change. So since I am describing, I'm using the imperfetto. And then the numero quattro, here again we have some keywords that you can look for in sentences and if you find them, use imperfetto. These keywords are mentre, sempre, di solito, spesso, ogni giorno, ogni settimana. An example sentence would be mangiavo spesso un panino a pranzo. I often ate a sandwich for lunch. I see often, I see spesso. In that sentence I use the imperfetto. Mangiavo. Now, the passato prossimo and imperfetto can also be used together in the same sentence to narrate a past event. But you have to use one and the other for a specific reason. So, the imperfetto is used for an action that is ongoing in the past. The passato prossimo is used for an action that interrupts the ongoing action. I know, I know, these are a lot of words. It can get very complicated. It's Italian grammar. But let's make it easy. Let's see an example. Mentre pulivo è saltata la corrente. While I cleaned, the electricity went out. So what was happening? The action of cleaning was ongoing in the past. I was cleaning, pulivo, I cleaned. And then something happened that interrupted the action. The electricity went out. È saltata la corrente. So can you see how the ongoing action, pulivo, uses imperfetto, while the action that interrupted the ongoing one 
Uses passato prossimo. È saltata la corrente. The electricity went out. Is the electricity going out that interrupted my action of cleaning? Questi non sono argomenti facili. I know, these are not easy topics. But grazie, thank you for sticking with me until the end. Let's do a recap now. Just three points. Uno, the passato prossimo is used to talk about events that are finished, that are concluded in the past. Due, the imperfetto is used to describe a past repetitive action, an action that happened multiple times. Tre, the passato prossimo and imperfetto can be used together in the same sentence. The imperfetto is used for the ongoing action happening in the past. The passato prossimo is used for the action that interrupts the ongoing one. Dai, eccoci alla fine di questo episodio. Here are three action steps for you. One, download the guide at italianmatters.com forward slash four. This guide summarizes everything that we talk about today. These guides are very useful because you have everything on one page and it's right there in table summarized for you. Two, take the quiz on this topic at the same link, five questions about passato prossimo and imperfetto. And three, join me on Instagram this Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, New York Time, for a live quiz with me. I will be live on this exact topic. I hope to see you there. Spero di vederti lì. E questo è tutto per questo quarto episodio di Italian Grammar Made Easy. Ci vediamo giovedì prossimo ancora qui con un altro argomento di grammatica. Ciao amici, ciao!